0: All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. I will defy tyrants.
2: I will defy tyrants. I will defy tyrants. I will defy tyrants. tyrants.
0: And good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQRS TV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. Where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Dan Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. Occupied State of South Carolina, the editor at SunCelebrityMedia.com. <clears throat> and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that all I warned you about. I hold to the book, The Bible as the authoritative Word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to uh, watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com and you'll see two videos at the top of the screen. Now, I don't know why the one on the right hasn't changed the picture just yet, at least in this browser, but it did in the one that I... Entered it on, so it'll look a little different for those of you who go over there. Uh, hopefully, anyway, on the left side of the page is Bradley Show from yesterday. If you missed that, you can catch it up until three o'clock this afternoon. At which he, this is Saturday, so he's on for two hours. Right there on SunsOfLibertyMedia dot com. Also on the right side of the page is where we're streaming live, and you can click on the play button there. And a blow it up on whatever device you're on. In the bottom right-hand corner, there will be a uh, Rumble icon. Click on that and join us in the chat on Rumble. We are streaming live to Rumble too as uh, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. So look up the channel and then be sure to subscribe to that. We would appreciate that very much. We're also streaming live to BeforeIt'sNews.com. Top of the page there, DLive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. A variety of my private or my how do you, how do you say that? Not private, pub, a personal and public pages on Facebook that I still have for some reason. Um, I can't figure that out. And then also on Twitter at the real son, uh, the real sons, the real Tim Brow. Don't put my don't put an N on the last of my name and put two in there. The number two. The real Tim Brow, too. So if you're on Twitter and you want to watch us on there, you can do that. We're streaming live over there as well. Uh, also, while you're at suncelebritymedia.com, just under where we're streaming live, there's a place where you can sign up for our email newsletter. You get one of those in the evening. <clears throat> They usually go out between 7 and 8 at night Eastern. And then if you want our ministry email, that you can get at sonsoflibertyradio.com. And it's right there on the front page. You can sign up for that. That's once a week. It goes out on Saturdays. You'll get what we're doing in the ministry, and um, you'll get Bradley's article for the week, as well as you'll find out what the special is in our store that week. And speaking of that, our store is available. Uh, This week we're highlighting the, the price shirts. What is the price shirt? This is one of our more popular shirts. It's uh, normally a donation of $20 this week only through Saturday at midnight. You can get it for 10% off when you use the promo code PRICE. And PRICE gets you 10% off, but that's only through tonight at midnight, Saturday, okay? And the front of the shirt says, What is the price of your freedom? Ask a veteran. The back of the shirt says, What is the price of your redemption? Ask the Son of God. And uh, so, <clears throat> again, if you want that, that is available tonight or through tonight at midnight. Price is the promo code. Get 10% off. Also, while you're at libertymedia.com, if you agree with our message, you'd like to help keep us out there on the internet, the radio, and in the 50 states te- teaching our Christian and constitutional heritage, uh, there's a donate button at the top of the page. Uh, you can click on that and make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And guys, we really do appreciate it. Uh, it you are what keeps us out there doing what we're doing. And, um, you know, Neither Bradley nor I like mentioning money uh, because that's not really what we're here. We but we're like you. We have to have finances to, to pay the bills and to feed the family and stuff like that. And so we're I, I I know I speak for Bradley. We're incredibly appreciative for those of you who support us not only financially but many of you pray for us. Uh, many of you show up for the radio show in the morning uh, or in the on the video channels and stuff. And uh, we're really grateful to you that God is um, uh, you know you you've you've chosen to. Uh, Let your heart be moved in that. God loves a cheerful giver, right? And uh, many of you have cheerfully given in order to support the message going out from the Sons of Liberty, and we're really grateful to you for that. Now, you may be saying, well, Tim, I've had all these pre-records and all these other things with you and everything. You haven't played a lot of videos. Well, the bonus videos that I have are always in the archive, and some of them you're some of them you may be familiar with. Some of them might be brand new to you. In fact, I've put up a couple of videos and I closed up my, my channel here. But I wanted to make mention of this just before we get started here because we're going to be, be um, uh, scheduling D. Manny Mitchell back in <clears throat> um, very soon and uh, to talk about the uh, endocannabinoid system and cannabis. And she's got a, something new online that she's just put out. And I put her videos up on my Rumble channel. about her new university that will basically train you how to use creation. It's creation-based medicine. There's no doubt about it. Um, In order to let your body heal itself. It doesn't heal you and you don't heal you. God, the creator, has made your body in such a way that it will heal itself if you give it what it needs. Okay, let's put it that way. That way, we're not saying we're healing. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But she's got a new uh, university up. It's a virtual university called MyWayUniversity.com. Uh, I think there's 300 hours of training. There's 50 ebooks and videos and all kinds of stuff on there to educate you so that you can do this yourself. And so possibly you can open up your own business to help other people uh, in this way, much like what Kate does with nutrition and things of that nature, uh, Dee's got this set up. And if you go there, mywayuniversity.com, you can save 10% uh, on the enrollment fee uh, with the promo code BROWN. So if you want to do that, BROWN is 10% off of that. And uh, and you guys have heard Dee. So Dee's the real deal. She's been through the cancer experience. Uh, much like Kate, she used very similar similar methods. They're They're creation-based. Let's put it that way. Diet and uh, of course she used cannabis with that and uh, you've heard her testimony as to what she what she went through and how she did it and now she's helping other people she's working with Kate they're doing a great job in doing that uh <clears throat> but this morning we are going to talk about cancer and we've got an international lawyer joining us along with our nurse and nutritionist Kate Shimrani and uh, it's my privilege to welcome for the first time uh, to the Sons of Liberty let me get, let me get his name correctly <laughs> here, Altaf Hussein. And uh, it's a privilege to have you on, sir. And Kate, good morning to you. Great to see you both.
1: Good morning. And uh, I I like the fact that Altaf has got a picture of London behind uh, some of our things. So uh, I'll just kick off here because then I'm going to hand over to Altaf because I'm very, uh, I I feel very, very humbled that he said yes to come on. I'm big imposter syndrome. And, uh, you know, one of the first things I asked was, was How did he get his book out? And this very busy man has given me great advice, which I've taken and offered to help me with my book. I mean, through it all, I mean, he still has. So, uh, you know, uh, Altaf, 2011, he's going to tell you his story of how he was diagnosed with cancer and how he used diet to cure himself. Is that right uh, around
0: the time that you had your cancer as well?
1: I was 2012. Yes, so yeah. you look at that and how uh, we are still alive and well today. But I, I don't want to talk much. I want him to tell you everything because it really is remarkable. And I want to tell everyone to buy uh, his book. I've I've blagged a freebie copy and even had the cheek to ask him to sign it because um, I love the title, The Angel's Advocate. It's amazing. And so please, you know, everybody, these are the books that you should be buying and reading, not the other garbage that's out there. You want to read real testimonies. But anyway, before we we get on that, two things, two things. First of all, I just want to say, blessed are those who have learned to acclaim you, who walk in the light of your presence, O Lord. They rejoice in your name all day long. They exult in your righteousness. Psalm 89, 15 to 16. So you know, today we have to remember that and do it. Now, I just want to give Amen. everyone here a few little, uh, little facts because I will be interviewing. And this is really for nurses as well. Um, it, everybody's talking about it and all whizzing around today because there's a documentary now again on Channel 4 with my beloved firstborn son. And I couldn't listen to it at first, but I just have. And I actually smiled at most of it because if people can't see through what's being said is nonsense. I mean, look at the, my four kids, they're at the Russell group universities. They could all read and write before they went to school. He's a very accomplished pianist. He he's been everywhere. The fact that, you know, he is where he is and studies have proven. When when the child is, is successful like that, it's the work that the mama puts in. She is the foundation, the ema to the family in all cultures.
0: I agree with that. In fact, let me let me just chime in there just a second, Kate. There used to be when I was growing up and you watched a football game, the guy who made the touchdown or did whatever he did, he turned to the camera and he said, what? Thanks, Dad. No, he said, hi, Mom. That's that's who he pointed to. So you're exactly right.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, you know. I just want to just read you a couple of things and you can sit and savour them and wait for the rest of it that's coming. On the 23rd of the 1st, 2020, doctors had it explained to them why they needed to sacrifice the elderly. On the 27th of the 1st, 2020, the NMC had it explained to them why they needed to sacrifice the elderly. That's the Nursing Midwifery Council. And you've all been through that with me. You know, everything who's followed the show. Um, the Sunday Times... Uh, in October of 2020, ran a story called Population Triage. The editor was then summoned into Number 10 Downing Street regarding that story. In 2001, Anne Winterton entered Parliament to discuss the anti-euthanasia bill. Can you believe that, anti-euthanasia? And, uh, you know, there's nothing legal about euthanasia. It's not for us to decide. When you take your oath, and you do take an oath, it's to preserve the life till it does, it can't be preserved. You don't decide whether you're putting someone out of their misery and it's kinder that leaves. And I'm sure all will soon agree, gets into a very, very touchy ground where, you know, you, 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 you start having, you know, backhanders and all kinds of stuff going on. So those in parliament decided that they would back that the doctors could not. Uh, be found guilty of criminal acts. Well, let's talk about Harold Shipman there. You start making it the doctors won't stand uh, and be judged by what they do. And again, we're on very shaky ground here. 83% of those elderly that entered hospitals in the last two years died. And there is a thing called Planned Tariff Incentivized Euthanasia Point System. I'm going to say that again, the clues in the words, planned tariff incentivized euthanasia point system. It incentivizes the hospitals to euthanize patients.
0: So it it incentivizes murder. Let's just put it the way it is.
1: Yep. That's what it is. So in 2011, 549,000 was the number that was to be euthanized in England. Now it's 599,500, that is 1,642.5 people per week to be euthanized under the planned tariff incentivized euthanasia point system. And they've added children to that, disabled children. So you can say what you want about me, mainstream media. Ultimately, I stand in judgment before my one Lord and creator, Yahweh. He decides the hour and the day of my death. You don't frighten me with all your propaganda. And while there's breath in my body, I will continue. So if you're a nurse out there who is doing what they did in, in times like we saw with the um. The, those that stood trial at Nuremberg in the medical trials, 900 pages, eight tons of evidence. Many went to prison, many went to prison for life, and many of them were hanged. You can listen to the audio version. Just Google. It's out there in the public domain, or you can read it. I have read it. And they stood trial. And in their defense, when they stood, I believe it's under their own statute. The law hasn't changed. They stood there as a living man or woman, no NMC, no police, no government behind them. And they had to defend their actions. I was just doing my job. I didn't want to upset my boss. I had a family. They weren't a defense. And they uh, were were convicted. So if you are trying to save the NHS or believing that you are in some way doing the right thing, if you are lucky and you get old, if you don't stop doing what you're doing, that's what's going to be waiting for you. And in our, our wonderful... You know, European culture in the UK, sadly, we don't really take care of our elderly, we bung them in homes. The majority of people do this and actually among the Asian communities, you see very few, uh, not so much with the second generation here, but generally they have more respect for their elderly and they take care of them and you don't see as many in the nursing homes. So just a little thing about you nurses, you need to look within yourself, read your code of conduct, read your scope of professional practice, read your safe administration of medicines and you need to ask yourself, am I a nurse or am I a criminal? Mm. so i would like to hand over to altaf it's a remarkable story and the floor's yours tell us who you are what you are and what you did and when you found out because there's going to be people that listen to this and they'll share it who are suffering exactly the same as you and then you know tim then tells that's asks, right we can find you etc at the end and all of it go for it
2: good afternoon everyone um I'll summarise what happened to me and then obviously it may be better if you ask me questions than I can answer them. So 2011, um, I had a a lump growing in my neck. Uh, I knew it was cancer straight away because I had cancer in 2001 uh, and I had chemotherapy in 2001. And uh, so in 2011, the lump came back in my neck and straight away I thought, this is cancer. Anyway, so I started to go to the doctor. Had the biopsy by December 2011 that confirmed it was Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, I declined chemotherapy and then I declined radiotherapy in January 2012 and decided to treat myself. Okay. Uh, So I conducted hundreds of hours of research and uh, I was asked whether I read uh, read the other book, uh, Edward Griffin's book. I, I did have a look at that as well. So October 2011. I decided I was going to treat myself. I went back to the basics, and obviously, this is a Christian channel. So, what I did was, I went back to the basics. I went back to the holy scriptures. I started to read them. So, I read the Quran, I read the Bible, I read the science uh, because I didn't want to have chemotherapy uh, because I think chemotherapy is very bad for you. Uh, and I know it's painful, it's really painful, and obviously. Can probably tell you more about uh, the scientific side effects, but you know, it hurts, it's painful, you lose your hair, you lose your eyebrows, uh, you know, you can't work. And I thought, No way am I going to do this. I'm not having chemotherapy, I'm going to treat myself. I didn't know what I was going to do, so I started to pray and I just asked God, to Help me! You know, I, I need to live. It wasn't that I was scared of death, but I just wanted to live because I thought I had so much more to achieve uh, and help people and, and do what i do do so i first started to treat myself with carrot juice and black seed oil okay black seed oil's a scientific name is nigella sativa uh, and the black seed oil is mentioned by the prophet muhammad peace be upon him and he said it was the cure to um, disease but death so i thought okay i'll start off with that white carrot juice because um after hundreds of hours of research, I saw more evidence to use carrot juice the black seed oil rather than the grape juice. So that's what I went for. Uh, so this is now, you know, late 2011. I'm taking carrot of black seed oil three times a day. I'm praying, but I'm not stopping. Uh, and I want my, the viewers to understand that I was always under the care of oncologists until I discharged myself. Yeah, you heard that. I discharged myself. On yeah, the I pill. sacked mine. He didn't discharge me, I discharged myself. Uh, So, 2016, I discharged myself because I thought, okay, you know, I'm going to the hospital every six months. And all I would do at the hospital is get them to obviously uh, fill me up, uh, weigh me, uh, and just just to understand what they had to say more than anything. So, uh, like I said, uh, I think the medical industry is good, but I don't think it's brilliant. So, there's lots of good things that they have. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to ensure that I took the good bits off them, but then obviously I've done my homework, so I'm going to use what I'm going to use. So going back to my treatment, late, uh, come January 2012, the doctors can't convince me to take the chemotherapy. Uh, now he's offering me radiotherapy and I'm still no doctor, I'm not having it. Um, so... I was under immense pressure to take chemotherapy, radiotherapy, therapy. Uh, and because I was using the cow juice and the black seed oil, I noticed that I kind of stunted the growth of my tumour in my neck. I then discovered that if I stopped all from the sugar, I could potentially starve my cancer. So that's what I did. So, and Kate could probably yeah, uh, um, yeah. tell us a bit more here. Uh, normally in the UK and in America, they inject you sugar molecules to test
1: you for cancer. Yeah, they they put uh, when you go for an MRI scanner, because cancer cells have three times or more uh, insulin receptors on them remember when you you have any sugars even natural sugar your sugar goes up then you your pancreas releases your insulin to break it down and then it's used as glycogen for energy or it, it or stored as fat basically so what happens is they inject you with the sugar solution so your cancer cells suck it up and then they put you through the mri for it to light up like a christmas tree i mean how mental is that
0: yeah, Altif. Exactly. Can I ask you a question about what you were saying? Uh, you know, when you're going back to the the ancient text, and I know you mentioned scripture. I know you mentioned the Quran, but you know, I asked this of Kate. Kate said, "Yes, this is what it was." Uh, D has said it, and D's not uh, D doesn't claim to be a believer as of yet. Uh, but uh, but this is this is what I think of when when you guys are talking about your journey in I don't know I don't want to say healing yourself, but getting your body ready that the body can heal itself. This is what I think of. This is Genesis 1. It says, and God blessed them, and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply. He doesn't say, hey, control the population. Don't let it get above 500 million. and but He doesn't say that. He says, be fruitful and multiply, right? And replenish the earth. I couldn't believe how many Christians couldn't get that when me and my wife were having so many children. Um, they would say, well, don't you know what caused that? And I said, yes, actually, I do. You should try it. It's really fun. Um, and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And he said, God said, Behold, I've given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. I find that interesting, and I want you to talk about that in a minute. Tree yielding seed. It's not just... The, the flesh or the meat of the fruit, but the seed that's in there too. And to you it shall be for meat, and to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so, and God saw everything that he made. Behold, it was very good. Uh, the evening and the morning were the sixth day. This is this is a part of what you used, what, what the Creator gave us and I call it creation-based medicine. I, I'm looking for another word for medicine because I understand the ties to that. But is, isn't is this what you used in the same way that Kate and Dee have used similar things, uh, even though they did a little different than that?
2: Yeah, so I'm going to go just go back to the other point sure. about sugar. So just to so that those that are listening don't understand. So I thought to myself, if I put sugar in my body, what I'm going to do is help that cancer grow If I stuff sugar, I could potentially starve my cancer. Yeah. So I use multiple methods of attacking my cancer. One is to obviously, uh, you know, give enough food. Two is to uh, ensure that I, for example, boost my immune system. And then three, directly kill those cells. Now, going back to the seed, I read in the Bible, it said, and you just read that bit out, that the seed is meat for you. Okay. Uh, And when I read that, me, that was uh, very important. I thought, okay, although I'm a Muslim, um, I thought, this is very good. Uh, this makes sense. And like I said, I did hundreds of hours of research. So, although I was on the internet, and he was telling me, look, you know, if you take these Cs, uh, you, know, you can get cyanide poison. I thought, no, I'm going to go back to the whole scriptures, uh, and then I'm going to use science. I'm going to look at all the papers. Uh, and you asked me whether I read the other book, Edward Griffin's book. Yeah, I read that as well. And like I said, what I did was I took everything uh, from all the scriptures, from the science, and I put it together, uh, and I don't want the viewers to get excited and think, okay, this guy's just had carrot juice with black seed oil, and he's had no sugar, and he's had a few apricots seeds, and it's better. No. Okay? I followed a very strict diet system for two years. Okay? I lost about a stony weight, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I managed to, you know, still work full-time, play tennis, climb mountains, and do what a normal person does, uh, and Had I taken chemotherapy, well, I wouldn't be able to do any of that. I'd be on a a sofa dying because I've been there before 2001. You have chemotherapy, you're very unwell. And from my research, chemotherapy can kill you before cancer does. And I'm really sorry to say this today. and, And I'm sure there's lots of people here who are probably suffering from cancer. And this is frightening them. And I don't want you to be frightened in any way. I'm just sharing what I've learned uh, from my research. And um, when I read that, I thought, well, no, I, I, I don't want chemotherapy. I'd rather die from the cancer than chemotherapy. Okay. Um, so that answered your question to the seed. Now, going back to what I did, I then um, come to uh, January 2012. Now, like I said, I worked full-time. So in my work diary, I used to diarize exactly what I was doing Mm. How I was taking the carrot, carrot juice to the black seed oil, how many apricot seeds I was taking a day. So I'd get to my office, I'd take, say, six in the morning, I'd take another six at 12 o'clock. And um, those of you who are on my telegram, for example, have seen the evidence uh, because I'm able to show you my diary from 2012, 2013, and how uh, uh, I diarized everything and ensured that I was obviously eating the right food. now, with apricot seed therapy, this is what I did, okay? So, like, like I said, uh, I don't advise people on cancer. I don't tell them what to do or not do. I'm not a doctor. I just share exactly what I did. Uh, for all the viewers, I will never take chemotherapy. I will never have radiotherapy, ever. Uh, because I know for me, it's bad for me, you know, and I want to see my family, and I still want to work as a lawyer, and I still want to you know, talk to Kate on the telephone, and, you know, oh, people, <laughs> people, people. And we people
1: don't want to go it. to prison under the 1939 Cancer Act that we have <laughs> in the UK.
0: <laughs> well, hang well, on, hang on, let us uh, let me ask a question about that, because Kate just threw in what I, what I want to ask you. You're an international lawyer. This is on your Amazon page. You've won a number of legal awards from the, and I know, look, I have learned the difference between an attorney and a lawyer. There is a difference there. And uh, the lawyer is at least supposed to adhere to the law. I don't know about the attorneys. I think they're to stir up stuff, uh, to come in with a solution. They're Hegelian dialectic guys. But it says you won a number of, of legal awards from the Law Society of England and Wales, having worked in more than 25 jurisdictions, winning some of the most difficult cases. It also says, oh, you guys are going to like this. You participate in football, tennis, boxing, and climbing mountains, and you remain very fit And you're speaking out on this stuff. I got to tell you, it's amazing to me they haven't made an example out of you saying, hey, uh, I'm cured of, I'm healed of cancer, whatever you want to term it. Uh, And I didn't go the modern Rockefeller kind of path. I went the way the creator designed us to eat and take care of ourselves through what he's provided in the creation itself. I'm just surprised they haven't gone after you for that. Oh,
2: Uh, you know i am not here to break the law you know i'd like to obviously ensure that i work within the parameters of the law Uh, and like i said i'm not here to advise people because everybody has to make a a decision okay Uh, in terms of the cancer act in terms of the laws i think they're very archaic i think they need to be abolished or perhaps be looked into and and amended because there are people like myself and and i know lots of people who are better naturally from cancer that I've come across in my journey in the last 11 years, you know, breast cancer, prostate cancer, pancreatic cancer. You know, I've had a Hodgkin lymphoma. You know, the doctor said to me, look, this is dangerous. This is going to kill you. And Yeah, yeah, of course it's going to kill me, doctor, and I'm still here. The devil talks
0: um, like that to you, doesn't (laughs) he?
2: Well, I wouldn't say the doctors, the devil. I think uh, my doctors are fantastic, and what they know is what they've been trained in. Okay? Right. So my oncologist shook my hand uh, before I discharged myself and said to me, "You're a very clever man." Uh, and I said, "I know, doctor." Uh, and 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 the problem is, is is it's the system, you see. So. My doctor only knows what he's been trained in. So he's gone to medical school for the last six years and he's studied chemical medicine, whereas I've gone beyond chemical medicine and, and conducted hundreds of hours of research. And, and I'm blessed by God uh, uh, you know, to have this knowledge, uh, which I'm obviously sharing in terms of how I did it. Uh, and like I said, going back and I'm going back and forward, I did something called apricot seed therapy, uh, also known as metabolic therapy. Okay, so it wasn't just eating apricot seeds. So it was eating, for example, lots of pineapple. And when you eat pineapple, from my research, I understood the inside of the pineapple—you know, the hard bit that everybody throws away. Yeah, that's the best bit. That's the bit that contains something called bromelin. And what bromelin does is it weakens cancer cells. Okay, uh, and uh, and I was eating a lot of papaya because papaya also weakens cancer cells. But on seeds, top of that, it
1: eats, isn't it?
2: Yeah, so the papaya. Well, the seeds are good for your kidneys. Yeah,
1: uh,
2: they're very good for your kidneys. So if you've got kidney issues, etc., papaya seeds are very good, very good for for, for those kidneys. But I eat some of those seeds as well. And like I said, my, the idea of uh, apricot seed therapy, metabolic therapy, is to ensure that you build your immune system. Whereas chemotherapy, what that does is, is that destroys your immune system because it cannot directly kill the bad cells. It kills everything in your body, and, and it weakens you. So. I like I said I directly kill my cancer cells uh, by weakening them by building that immune system, making it very strong. And uh, you know, Tim spoke about the Law Society awards. Yeah, you know, I shrunk all my cancer tumours in my neck, in my chest. Worked full time. You know, been been to more than you know, worked in more than twenty five countries since then. Won lots of Law Society awards. Uh, and in two thousand and fourteen, uh, I said to my oncologist in Birmingham. In the UK, I want to scan. Doctor, I've shrunk my tumours. I just want to scan, just to see where I am. And uh, he said to me that you can't have a scan because you've not had chemotherapy. And that made me, you know, that made me so angry. I thought to myself, I've got two options. One is I could probably go to a private hospital, pay them eight hundred pounds, and do a scan. The other option is I could potentially climb a mountain. So I went and climbed Snowdon, got to the top, put my hands up, thought, okay, yeah, um. You know, I'm good. You know, if I could climb a mountain, I've obviously cured my cancer. Uh, <laughs> and that's how I proved my to myself. And people say to me, look, how do you know you eradicated cancer? How, well, you know, I'm playing tennis later on this afternoon. And we're have in
1: 2022 cancer. and you're still here.
0: Does it, do, let, me, let me, let me, let me ask a question here. Does it, does the, does the, when you are, have been diagnosed with cancer, you know you have it, uh, continue to work? And I, I love how, uh, Gia were griffing explained it because and when i said the doctor was uh, the devil was talking to you i'm saying he's talking to you through the doctor the doctor may mean well he may be indoctrinated we've already been through a lot of that stuff anyway with with a number of things including kate pointing out how you're indoctrinated as a nurse as a doctor and all this you're not trained to think outside of that box and then when you go to practice it all the pharmaceuticals and everything they're taught you to do don't seem to be working for the majority of people and that's where some doctors who have i think integrity they step back and they go wait a minute this is not doing what they said to do. So when you have this growing in you, and again, Gia Griffin, I love the way he presents it. He said, it's the healing process out of control. So it, it doesn't make it as dark sounding as people think. And he says, you've got to bring it in control. So when you have things like this growing in you, uh, how does this affect fatigue? I mean, do you notice a difference before when you had been diagnosed, when you say you had a lump in your neck and After you say, hey, I've taken care of it, I'm climbing mountains, playing tennis and all this other stuff, do you notice a difference? Is there a fatigue on your body? Is there something internal that tells you, besides somebody outside you telling you uh, that I have this and now I know I've got this under control?
2: Well, when I started to treat myself in 2011, 2012, the first thing I would do is I would go for a walk every day. I thought to myself, well, if I can walk, I'm doing well, my treatment's working. And then obviously, I would go and play tennis, I'd go to work. Uh, so, with chemotherapy, uh, sorry, with cancer, yeah, it fatigues you, it makes you so unwell and so weak that you can't even walk. So, in 2001, when I had cancer, you know, I was working at a law firm even then, and uh, I couldn't even walk to the bus stop. Uh, that, you know, that's how weak I became. Uh, and then, obviously, when I had the chemotherapy, my hair fell out and I was really unwell. You know, I was very young and people say to me, you know, uh, were you, were, you know, were you overweight, were you, uh, you know, unhealthy in, in your early 20s? No, you know, I used to have a six pack right? in my early 20s because I used to play a lot of sport. And I personally believe that um, people who are more active are more likely to get cancer. Uh, and a bit like what Edward Griffin has said, it's because, you know, it's testosterone, you know, your body needs a lot of energy. And because of modern refining i think a lot of the vitamins are taken out of your food and because of that cancer is going up cancer rates are going up so i think it's very important uh, and i think vitamin b17 is very important uh for for cancer and like i said I, i'm going to repeat i don't want people to just think you know vitamin b17 vitamin b17 uh i think from my research and the way I did it, uh, you know, using the carrot juice, the black seed oil, and you know, going back to the black seed oil, the black seed oil was mentioned in the Bible thousands of years ago as well. Yep. Uh, the Pharaoh took it to his tomb. Uh, I used that with the, uh, the carrot juice. I had no sugar for two years, not even in you know, a one Rolos. So if, if you offered me your last rollo kate i'd say no um
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's an advertisement in the uk for the american audience <laughs> this confectionery called uh rolos by round trees these little chocolate oh um, caramel covered
0: thing yeah they well they've yeah, got those here and, but uh, i haven't uh, seen the, the commercial
1: advertisement, you know if you like someone enough would you offer them your last rollo <laughs> <laughs> you're funny It's hilarious <laughs> I have turned that
2: down, and like I said, with apricot seed therapy, uh, yes, I was taking 30, 40 apricot seeds a day, but then I was eating the pineapple, the papaya. Uh, I had to ensure, for example, the vitamin B17, also called amagdalin, latrel, yep. uh, was not just sitting in my stomach. I had to ensure that I was transporting it around my body. Uh, and, and to do that, obviously, I was eating, for example, avocado, because that contains a lot of... Uh, zinc, Yep. Uh, I was taking uh, you know, vitamin supplements, uh, pancreatic enzyme tablets, uh, zinc supplements. I was uh, having green tea with uh, uh, milk thistle uh, because I, uh, with cancer patients, obviously, their livers become impaired. Yep. So I had to ensure that at the same time as I was targeting cancer and weakening it, yeah, killing it, I wanted to ensure that my other organs were intact and healthy. Can you see what I was trying to do? A bit like a UFC fighter, yeah, punching, <laughs> kicking, grappling, taking cancer down, yeah. and then strangling to death. Um, so that's the way I did it because you know cancer's dangerous, and, and people see me now and think, God, he sounds so confident. No, I was scared, you know, I was really scared, and I was praying to God, like you know, help me, God, see the, you know, take me to the truth and help me find the right way, mm. and, and you know, but. Uh, You know, my friends, my family, you know, I've got friends who are doctors, they come to my house and say, you you're going to the hospital, we're taking you, you're going to have chemotherapy. Uh, And, uh, you know, I had to be very strong in my belief. and, And people said to me, why? And it wasn't just because I had a belief in God. It was. Most, more so because I had done my homework and I did hundreds of hours of research, you know, so I'd work full time, nine to five, nine to six. I'd come home, I'd eat something and I'd, I'd be back on the internet reading till three
0: o'clock in the morning. I'd, <laughs> I didn't sleep, you know. So mm. my research was over five months. Well, uh, also, can I can I ask you something about what you just said a minute ago? You 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 mentioned you were eating thirty apricot seeds a day. Does that mean you're eating the the apricots themselves too, or are you getting that from family members who didn't want to eat the seed? Because I do that with my kids now. I tell them, don't throw that seed away. I want to bust it up and eat that little thing in the middle of it. <laughs>
2: No, I was uh, buying apricot seeds and I found that the South African apricot seeds or the Hunza Valley apricot seeds from Pakistan were the most potent apricot seeds. So bitter apricot seeds, I was buying them off off the internet. And I was taking six at a time uh, every few hours. Um, Yeah.
0: Cherries, for example, you could crack a cherry seed and it as a nut. And that seed is similar to the apricot seed. Plum seeds uh, are like that, too. I, I found that out this week. Plum seeds are they're a small version of it, but they have, they look just like the ones you find in the peach or an apricot.
1: I think That's even right. blackberries, right. even the little seeds on blackberries and um, and strawberries. Yeah, I believe Ernest Krebs said a prophylactic dose. Is you know if you even if you eat two apples a day and you chew the seeds. So for anyone out there who's going, oh, you know it can be toxic. Look, no one's saying get the seeds of fifty apples and chow them down without the apple, because you couldn't eat fifty apples. That's why you know even even um, when they talk about taking the apricot kernels, it's they talk about taking um, one apricot kernel for every ten pounds that you weigh. So that's if in Americans you use kilos, that's 2.2 pounds to the kilo to the kilogram. So, um, so you know, if, if you weigh 170 pounds, you would be taking 17 a day if for, for if you you know, if you haven't got cancer, if you haven't got cancer, that's what you'd take if you wanted to take it. Um, I mean, I, I, I've gone through stages where I've eaten loads, I've maybe eaten 30 or 40 spread out during the day, and then I won't have them for a while now, you know, but I did. The tablet version of the amygdalin. I took Nova darlin tablet version. And um, so uh, anyway, sorry, do do continue, because people get a bit like, I mean, I did have some, I did have somebody say in a health food shop, oh, only eat one of these because they've got cyanide in the <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> stop. You wouldn't be selling them in a health food yeah, store. right. They were so deadly. So I said, "Stop giving out such nonsense information." So anyone who says that now, if they're going to say that rubbish to me, I feel compelled to give them complete chemical breakdown, which yeah. I do. I'll sing it full verse and chapter.
0: But yeah. Anyway, do, do also, one of one that. of the things, one of the things, I just want to chime in here because I, you're gonna, I'm, I'm sure you're gonna get into some of this too, uh, because you've already mentioned it. But one of the things I learned from Kate, and I, I encourage the audience, is. Eat everything on the apple except maybe the stem. Pull it off. I slice it up. I eat the core. Most people leave the core there. The core is where all the, the good stuff for you is. Uh, that's what you're missing out on. And eating the seeds, you know, I do that and I, I I tell my kids, they used to pull the seeds out. They'd eat all the apple, but they'd leave the seeds out. I'm like, eat those things too. They're good. Well, we read that it has cyanide in it. Yeah, it does, but it's not going to hurt you. All the other stuff that's in there is good. So uh, you've obviously seen that as well well it's a bit like what i said about sugar um you know
2: sorry about the seed um the way i i thought to myself if i stopped sugar i could stop the growth of my cancer because that's how they test you with uh you know in the uk and america whether you've got cancer so that was logic i used okay secondly if i i thought to myself wait hold on you're telling me i can't eat seeds well i've got a brain. <laughs> uh, Mm. If I can eat the fruit, then surely I can eat the seed. That's right, because the fruit comes from the seed. So you telling me that I could potentially poison myself doesn't make any sense. And then what I would say is anything is poison. And water is poison. If you were to suddenly just drink you know gallons of That's water, right. your body would probably collapse. So. Everything in moderation and the way I treated myself, like I said, is doing lots of research and understanding that I need to build up what I'm going to take over a couple of days, over a a week, see how I feel. There came a time, I tell you, I I overdosed myself on uh, apricot seeds. i would probably taken 50 because I thought I'd rather die than have chemotherapy. Uh, and, And I'll tell you the side effects I had, a bit of a rash. Uh, I'd I feel a bit cold because what apricots need to do is they lower your blood pressure. So yeah, that's it. what
1: I had one day. I, I when I first started doing the tablet protocol, I had to lie on the floor. My blood pressure went that. But just sorry to interrupt. But that's how it works, folks. What's not used filters through the liver, and it regulates blood pressure. Uh, it, it's converted into analgesic, antiseptic, uh, benzoic acid, and. Uh, you know, that's exactly how so. Yeah, I've done that as well. I had to phone the neighbor to take the kids to school. I was flat out on the floor behind me.
0: <laughs> hey, let me. we got a question here in the chat, and I kind of put it in in, in terms, and I, as far as I know, I, I don't have cancer or haven't had it. I may have, but I, I didn't know. Um, it's saying, okay, you guys are talking about how to get rid of it once you know you have it. Is there a preventative to avoid getting cancer yeah. in the first place? And there, you know, that old saying, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. And I think that's eating the whole two thing. Two
1: apples a day. Two apples a day. Kate's going
0: to go two apples. She's going to go for Two a
1: apples a day and chew the seeds or one apricot kernel for every 10 pounds that you weigh. So if you weigh seven, 170 pounds, 17 of these apricot kernels a day, you could have them in three mm. doses, five, five, and seven, with a piece of fruit because uh, they're bitter. Yeah. So that's the prophylactic dose, unless you want to add to that, Altaf. Yeah, I was just going
2: to say, obviously, you know, um, We're talking about apricot seeds and people are listening and some people probably know a bit more about this. Uh, But I want viewers to understand, I didn't just get my vitamin B17 from the apricot seed. Okay, that's one of the main things I was using. Uh, I stopped, for example, having toast for breakfast. So rather than having toast for breakfast, i will probably have 15, 20 grapes with seeds. Grapes with seeds because the seeds in the grape contain the same vitamin uh in the uh in the apricot yeah. so grape seeds they cause apoptosis direct well, cell,
1: cell death dystopia. that's cell death your body kills your bad cells or if the dna can't be repaired your your immunity will repair the dna or it will cause apoptosis apoptosis um before that a cell divides and becomes a mutation, but, yeah. So people don't. So that's what it is. Cell death. It's just the Latin term. Yeah.
0: And while you're talking, yeah. uh, Altef, go ahead and, and talk. I'm just going to put up this list that I had when we interviewed Dr. Griffin because these are all the different things that will tell you low, high, medium, or whatever of the nitrosides that they that the different fruits, nuts, seeds, beans, all this kind of stuff has. But go ahead and if you want to elaborate on that, I'm going to show the viewing audience some of these things, and I'll have this list in the archive later this morning.
1: Carry on, Elsa.
2: Yeah, sorry, yeah. So, yeah, th- there's lots of things I can elaborate on that that, con- that contains this vitamin. But like I said, I keep going back. You know, I, I don't advise people. I'm just sharing exactly what I've learned. Um, this vitamin is in grapes, it's in strawberries, it's in you know, blackberries, it's in nectarines, it's in... Mm. Now, a healthy person, uh, Tim said, can, can cancer be prevented? I think it can. I think if we eradicate sugar or keep sugar to a minimum and i'm talking about white sugar uh then getting cancer we we, we diminish our chances of getting cancer i think if we have vitamin b 17 in our bodies then we are less likely to get cancer like what edwin griffin said um and i'm going to say something here with all humility uh Like I said, I personally feel that the way I did my cancer treatment, I took the good out of lots of things and and put it together. Uh, And um, I published my book, and I'm going to mention this. It's called The Angel's Advocate: How I Overcame Cancer the Natural Way. Okay, and and in my book, I include exactly what I did. My hospital records. Right, so every month, six months, I was going to the doctor, uh, you know, to the oncologist at the hospital. I get him to write to me. Because uh, I always knew that one day I'm going to write a book. And this book was published in 2020. So I thought I'm going to wait 10 years to ensure that I'm well. And then I'm going to publish my information uh, and how I, sh- obviously, uh, shrunk my cancer tumours. And some people said to me, that you, you always use the word shrunk your tumours. Why don't you just say eradicate? Okay, well, I eradicated cancer. Mm. Uh, but then that sounds like the Terminator. Yeah.
0: Um, so <laughs> you're just ready to say i'll be back right
2: <laughs> i'll be back yeah so what i've done is i've i, I do want to make the book political i do want to you know start targeting the medical industry but i did put this in my book uh, and i'll tell you this the fda in america say that if you have more than three seeds you can die from cyanide poisoning but i've had
0: so, you know, I've had a, a yeah. Lot they're of... liars. They're liars.
2: Well, I, I think what's going on there is that the way they're conducting their research and the way they're understanding the science, and maybe different to the way, for example, I'm understanding the science or Dr. Krebs mm-hmm. is understanding the science. So there's, you know, there's two sides to a coin. It depends how you look at it. Uh, and like I said. You know, this is a Christian channel, you know, I'm a Muslim, etc. And we've gone back to the basics of what God's telling us. This, you know, in the Bible, it says the seed is meat for you. Well, sure. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. And in Islam, God says that he created the cures before the diseases.
0: I agree. Or, Let's say it this way. He created the food so that if we had stuck to what he said, we wouldn't get the diseases. He, he, look, when we go through um, the Old Testament... We'll, we'll see constantly when he sets up the covenant with Israel, one of the things he says is I, he's laid out the foods they can eat, things they stay away from, and he says, I set before you life and death. Choose life. I'm, I'm putting the choices before you. Choose whether you live or die. If you if you disobey me, you're going to bring curses upon yourself. So you're exactly right in what you're saying about how he's laid that out before You know, we even knew there was disease or anything. I'll tell you what I find amazing
2: is when people are, You know say look you know the internet my doctor or whoever you know they're telling me if i eat fruit i'm putting sugar in my body but no man didn't create fruit god did nature did so that sugar for me is good sugar that's right it's
1: not bad sugar exactly good sugar so yeah that's right yeah i i was having 13 juices a day And I remember the oncologist It's my famous bit where he said, and the coffee enemas, he said, Oh, I've heard those coffee enemas are dangerous and they can kill you. I I said, I've heard cancer's dangerous and oncologists can kill (laughs) (laughs) you." And, uh, anyway, but yeah, you know, that's what somebody said to me, the dentist said to me, but when I was giving my children carriages as well, you know, I'm concerned about the sugar. Meanwhile, even his two-year-old, he was having to pull his own two-year-old's teeth because his four kids had fillings. My children didn't have any fillings, and uh, you know, that th- those all of those things, all these fitness people they go, Yeah, but there's sugar in fruits, it's natural, it's completely different. It's completely different. So, uh, if 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 the Lord and Creator's put it here, we should be having it.
2: Well, yeah, so when I said I stopped all forms of sugar between 2011 and 2013, I'm talking about I stopped having white sugar, you know, for me, white sugar yeah. is poison, yeah, it um, is. Yeah, you know, more in addictive than crack cocaine. Uh, and what's what, what's the one there? Aspartame, and I think that's yeah. a poison as well. So
0: you know, yeah. I don't.
1: That's you converted, I don't to formalde- converted to formaldehyde in the body. If you drink enough, you can have sudden death.
0: Wow. Terrible. Yeah. No, no, don't, Kate. When you say that now, see when you said that, I'm the Guardian, the BBC and all are going to say, "Well, if you have too much of this, now you're going to have sudden sudden death, you're going to have a heart attack and that's going to be another cover for the shots." I'm just, yeah, oh, just yeah, teasing. True. I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing.
1: Yeah, go ahead, Altaf. Yeah, so uh, I think I've
2: kind of natural well, so <laughs> you know, I declined chemotherapy, radiotherapy in 2011, 2012 i published my book in 2020 i've worked in more than 25 countries and i'm still playing sport every day uh, and doing what i do uh, and my, my, i've shrunk my tumors i discharged myself from the hospital in 2016 uh, and um yeah you know i, I think i've shared uh, exactly what i sort of did uh, if people are interested they should read my book like i said with all due respect to lots of people who have heal from cancer. I think those books are very good as well. Uh, But I think in terms of the way I did it, um, I used a combination of food, the black seed oil, the carrot juice, the apricot seed therapy, uh, and the no sugar. Mm. Uh, And I explained why I did it, uh, and the quantities, um, the reasons behind it. Uh, I obviously... Put the hospital letters in so you can see the progress. Uh, I don't like I said. I don't want to make it political. I just wanted to share the story and share the treatment uh, so that people can then go out and search more and you know gather more information and more knowledge uh, to see whether they you know if they decide to opt for alternative treatment. Uh, they 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 can do now. Um, I personally. Don't recommend people what to do. My cousin recently passed away in New York. Um, she was 31 years old. She had a cancer,
0: That's and
2: really um, yeah, and I was very sad and disturbed um, last yeah. year. Uh, but she took chemotherapy. She took immunotherapy, and at the same mm-hmm. time, she was trying to do what I do. Well, personally, like I said, I'm not advising people that doesn't work. That doesn't work because what you're doing is you're taking chemotherapy on one hand, which is destroying your immune system. And yeah. then you're trying to do what I'm doing. Which is you're trying to build your immune system.
0: So you're in no man's land. That's right. And the, and the other right.
1: thing we're out of a saying is, which is, uh, the, you know. Kate, perhaps- can,
0: can you hang on? Can you both of you hang on? We'll go over just a little bit off the radio yeah, show. Is that okay sure. to do? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. Here's, a, here's the one thing I want people to get. And then I'm going to point you to the book. And then we'll continue on the other side. com. if you're listening by way of Reset Talk Radio. Whether you're going Alta's route, whether you're going Kate's route or where you're going D, there is a commonality. It is the elimination of sugar, and it's going back to the foods that come out of the ground, off the bush, as Kate says. Uh, those kind of things. That's what helps if you're a person who has cancer. And look, again, the show's about information. We're not medical doctors here. We're not here to be try to play one. We didn't spend a night in a Holiday Inn Express or any of that stuff. The point is to give you the information so that you can evaluate whether or not you're being lied to or whether you're being told the truth, and then follow the truth. That's the issue. Bradley will be with you at 3 for two hours. Get with the people of God. Read the Word of God this weekend, and then we'll be back with you in the morning on Monday, 6 a.m. Talk to you then. See ya. All right, I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. Kate didn't mean to cut you off. I just wanted to throw that in there, and people can pick up uh, Altiff's book if you're interested in reading that, How He Overcame Cancer the Natural Way, not the... Uh, modern rockefeller valiopathic kind of thing you can get that at amazon it's called the angel's advocate memoirs of an international lawyer how i overcame cancer the natural way kate i'm gonna turn it over to you and then i've got a question about that you being an, a lawyer in a minute that i'm going to ask you about with concerning this altav yes
1: yeah, so altav was just saying so dr gerson describes cancer as toxicity when your body your body your liver is so toxic it no longer process any more toxins. And deficiency, deficiency of vitamins and minerals and enzymes, and now you can no longer generate an immune response. And that immune response is—is is all your fighter cells are rallied, or the apoptosis, uh, you know, the killing of a cell that's that's damaged DNA, or you know, putting your temperature up. So you can no longer rally an immune response. And we typically see that with cancer patients where they they just have like a low grade fever. They can't manage a really high fever anymore. So when you talk about as Altaf has chemotherapy, which is pushing your immune system down and you're trying to build it up. The other thing to remember as well, immunotherapy, which I think is about 100K per patient in this country. And in that it's also GMath, but they don't want anyone else to have GMAT. They want it in that. But what they're doing is they're forcing your immune system. They're forcing it as hard as they can to rally an immune response. And that takes a lot of energy. Takes a lot of energy to generate an immune response within the body. And that's why when someone is sick, and when your dog is sick or your child is sick, what do they do? They sleep. And so this is why we typically see, you know, people that are really sick doing chemo and they go, I'm going to do a run in between my chemo sessions and raise money for Cancer Research UK. They generally die. And I'm not going to lie, they do because they're using all of their final resources on running for one of these. Damn charities! Well, I'm, I want to
2: make a point here. Sorry, um, like I said, I, I do want to make my book political. I do want to make the show political. But what are these cancer research uh, companies doing? You know, they've had a hundred years to research, and how far have they got? And, and the they're, they're looking for new ways. Is not very far.
0: They're looking okay? for, for new ways to kill you, is what they're doing because they aren't producing anything that really cures. I, I know you're trying to be nice to them, Altam. I, I understand no, no, no,
2: that. No, no, I'm not being nice. I tell you what. Okay. I'm
0: doing. Okay. They're,
2: what they're doing is they're going up the wrong alley, you see. Yeah. They're researching chemical medicine when the answer could be in nature. That's right. So what yep. I'm saying is, look, there's myself. There's people that you mentioned and there's lots of hundreds of other people who have healed naturally why are we not looking at researching these things
0: there's no money to uh, be made in it that's why there's no why money to be made
2: researching uh these things now going back to the point so yeah i use the to black seed the apricot seed therapy metabolic therapy case obviously uh, talked about coffee anemas, uh d i think you said uh cannabis soil now all those things can be incorporated. They can be all researched. Uh, and, for example, if I was to treat myself, I'd probably start taking a bit of coffee and emails, like, you know, from, uh, from what well, I've Well, have there.
0: you on those in no other. time? Can I Let me more? get to Birmingham. Better.
1: It's natural. Yeah. When I get to Birmingham, El that's what we're going to do. I'm going to make sure that that's what I leave with, that you've ordered your enema bucket. You've ordered your Oh, bucket.
0: Lord, here we go. Oh, we finally made this. Sweet. We finally made this talk to <laughs> We Everybody loves that one. That on the comes phone while we're doing our enemies so Listen, and let's, be let's go back to it. Let's go back to something we always go back to. Revelation 18, 23. And this is what I'm talking about. You're, you're right. They get the people on this lie of, and it is a lie, that synthetic things, they're trying to reduplicate uh, or duplicate what God has done. Listen to what it says. It says, for thy merchants were the great men of the earth, and this, is, and look, I believe Revelation is, uh, I disagree with some people, that's just where I'm at right now, maybe I might change, I don't know, but I believe this is first century. I think it is talking about Israel, I think this is John's Olivet Discourse, at least at the time. God may change my mind in that, but from what I see in the context, it says, for the merchants were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorceries. And we already know that the Greek word there, me, is the word where we get pharmacy, so this isn't anything new. This is old stuff. They would have understood it in the 1st century. We're all nations deceived. Now, I don't know what you guys call it, but deception is a lie. There's there's just no way to get around it. It is a, it is it is not the truth when it comes out. And so I see these guys Using these synthetics, whether they mean to, they might have the best intentions of, hey, we're developing this because we really want to help people. But when they put it out, let's talk about the reality. What is the reality? Do they actually help people? Sometimes they might help them just a little bit, like get over a symptom or something like this. But they never get at the root of the problem. It's like every political matter. They hack at the branches of whatever the symptom is. They never get at the root of it, which is... I'm just gonna say it like this. It is sin, or the Bible defines it as lawlessness or the violation of the law. In other words, they don't want to hear adhere to what God has said about things, whether it be you know the the fruits of the trees, the seeds in the fruits or or the or the the things the green leaves and the green herbs, and all of this, whether it be that or whether it be the moral law that God has given they they they, they would rather listen. To the doctors, the indoctrinated, uh, than do the other. But I got a question for you, uh, Altif. You're an in international law. You've got all these these things, and you talk about these things. I would think, as a person kind of sitting back and looking at the big picture, they would have come after you and said, "Well, wait a minute. You're trying to, inf- you know, you're trying to give medical advice and this, that, and the other." And I gave the disclaimer. I've read South Carolina law. I, as long as I'm not saying I'm an MD, I can give information out all I want. It's like telling my kids, hey, go drink that chlorine dioxide that I just made you up in there and get some rest and let your body do what it does to fight off whatever you've got. Do you have anybody coming after you for speaking out about your journey in fighting off cancer in your own body? Well,
2: I'm not here to make any claims. I don't claim I can cure cancer. I'm not sharing anything. Yep, same here. I'm sharing my story. It's the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Uh, Hello. And my, book is, <laughs> and my book is an autobiography. You know, it's about my life. So, you know, in that book, I share how I grew up in England, uh, and you know how we um, did what we did, and how we went to school, and you know what we ate with our friends in the park, and and then obviously I share how I had cancer the first time how i went through chemotherapy and how poisonous it is because i think it is poisonous. Ansel,
1: really. can you just you talk you just said what you at what did you pre-cancer before you had it the first time what was your diet like in your lifestyle
2: uh i was very fit at Kate in my early 20s so i've, I've always played sport
1: uh, you know and what were you
2: eating I, though no i used to eat well as well uh, but obviously, now that I've discovered that I need to eat certain types of seeds, for example, and different seeds, I'm taking that. But in my 20s, I didn't know about the seeds. So, for example, if I ate an apple, I wouldn't eat the seed. So I didn't think I should be eating the seed. Now, when I had the, when I eat the apple now, I'd eat the seed as well because that way I'm getting more vitamins in my body. So it wasn't that I, uh, wasn't, uh, I didn't have a healthy diet. I did have a healthy diet. I, I still... You to eat the burgers and, and and the kebabs as you do when you're
0: young and you're
1: out and about. I, I don't know if people know what do you know what kebab is, Tim in America.
0: I know what the kebab yeah. is. We it's do those funny, on I the grill.
1: Big, it's this great big like they put a big all in the it, stuff
0: like, on the stick. I I know.
1: Oh my! But no, this kebab's like I don't know where they get that meat, and you see all the fat and, and typically in the okay, UK. Okay, you're making in, me hungry doing that. When I used to work in the emergency room, that's what we used to say. You know, they were generally. Uh, have an accident, a fight, or a car accident when they'd had 10 pints of lager and a kebab. <laughs> it's generally a 1 a.m. thing. 1 a.m. in the morning, people have a don of kebab on their way home when they've been out partying.
0: They call it gyro in
1: America.
0: A gyro. Oh, the, now that's Greek. A gyro in yeah, America is kind of yeah. like, a, like a Greek taco. I, I, that's the way, at least that was the last time it was, when I had yeah, one like 15 it, that's years what ago. It is. Yeah, it's, it's that taco. kind of Greek-Turkish. Yeah. Okay, see, you guys are making people hungry because they're already talking about it in the chat, and you're making (laughs) me hungry. I'm going to have to go make something that's similar to a kebab, but uh, I don't have kebab stuff, and I don't have the uh, gyro, the wrap to do that with.
1: (laughs) So you weren't eating garbage. You were eating burgers. You were eating the odd kebab. (laughs) Yes, I was eating well, but then I wasn't, for
2: example, taking black seed oil. I wasn't having grapes with seeds, which are very difficult to find, but... Uh, So when I find grapes with seeds in the UK, it's like, you know, I've hit a gold mine. You know, you can't get them. I can't just walk to the supermarket down the road and get grapes with seeds. They're all grapes
1: that are seedless. I don't know if you noticed it's that. It's got to be GMO. How do you get a, great, a seedless grape? Yeah, that's how what
0: I was wondering. Are the watermelons and grapes uh, mating together? I, I don't know. I never understood how. Alta, you, you mentioned all these apricot seeds you're getting out of Pakistan and from the Hunzikut uh, area and stuff like that. Where are you finding those? Are you finding those online as well? Yes. Uh,
2: okay.
0: So I, I, I found out, like I said, um, and going to the Hunzal Valley, the Honda Valley uh,
2: is in uh, Pakistan, and I discovered this through my research. My family is originally from Bangladesh, so, you know, territories in Pakistan are not familiar. Uh, so anyway, in 2011, I discovered that in the Hunza Valley, there were zero cases of cancer. Yep. Uh, and the reason for that is that they're not like us in the UK or in America, where, you know, our wealth is measured with, you know, our car- cars and our houses. In the Honda Valley, they measure their wealth with the number of apricot trees they have. Amazing! So if we ever had more apricot trees, it, it, you know, is more wealthy, is more rich. Uh, and um, I found that the, the Honda Valley uh, apricot seeds were very—they're very bitter, they're very potent. So when I was treating my cancer, I had to ensure that I got the best supplements. Yeah, uh, and and going back, like I said, it wasn't just the apricot seeds. I was taking the pineapple, the papaya. I had to get the. Um, uh, the The supplements, pancreatic enzyme tablets.
1: Yeah, I I still take those. Oh, are you? I you take them. They're getting difficult to get, but you know, watch this space, folks, because I've been, you know, been at a couple of meetings, and I've got another meeting with the Indian guys, and I'm home to make my own, get my yeah, own.
0: Yeah, Let me let me ask you something. You say you're going. Are you are you planning on going into the valley here soon, or you say you had gone?
2: No, I've never been to the valley. Uh, you know. I'm a Brit. Uh, My family's originally from Bangladesh. Yep. Uh, But I obviously discovered the Hunza Valley when I was doing my research in 2011, 2012. Uh, And I discovered that, you know, they were very healthy people in the Hunza Valley because they had a very good diet. So the water that they were drinking was coming down from the mountain. You know, they're getting their vitamin B17 in their body. Um, And, you know, that gave them a lot of confidence. They they don't have a lot
0: of,
1: they don't have any Western diet. They, uh, they, they generally all live till they're well over 100. Yep. yep. And they give or take a couple of, a couple of days, uh, sorry, a couple of years. And the same with, the I believe, the Inuits as well. And we've talked about that on the show. The Inuits, they, uh, although they eat all the meat, they, uh, they eat the caribou that grazes for miles and miles. And the first thing they eat of that caribou is the stomach. And it's full of the rumen. It's full of the grasses, which is the nitrogen nitrilocyte. So they're eating that first. That the the caribou, and the, like I say, they graze for thousands of miles, and they don't have cancer either. And uh, it's very very interesting when you start looking at that. What Altaf's talking about.
0: Mm. Altaf, one the thing I was asking was, I thought you said you were looking to go to the, the valley there, well, where the hundreds if of. Cuts you're, are-
1: if you go into the valley, I'm free that week
0: well no I'm asking because I would find it fascinating I don't know if you would if you would stream that on the show and talk about what they're doing I don't know if you have anybody that could translate or if you would understand the language or whatever but as to what they're doing there in that valley I find that tremendously fascinating that this is a a group of people who didn't have processed foods or anything when we had uh, mr Griffin on the show one of the things he said was, some of the people lived to be 165 or something. Their, their ages were just incredible. And um, he said, you know, they were eating these things. They would bring in people from the West. The guy would eat the apricot. He would throw the seeds on the ground. They're looking at him like, what kind of idiot is this that throws these a- these these seeds on the ground? They'd pick them up, and they'd feed them to him. And he said they would sit and eat like 50 of these in one sitting or something. So I know there's something to it in what they're doing. And as soon as they inter- introduced the Western food of and I say Western food being processed foods, that's when they started seeing the cancers develop in the people. i tell you, recently,
2: I, uh, I'm i on Telegram, so if anyone wants to catch me there, they can find me. Uh, recently, I did a little video on Telegram just to say, you know, and tell people about the Hanza Valley. And I said that the Hanzo Valley, there, there's never been a case of cancer. But then one of my followers, he was very kind to message me privately and say to me, look, Delta, Recently, there's been a pizza shop that's opened in the Hunsar Valley. And since the opening of that pizza shop, apparently there's been one case of cancer. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. So that kind of tells you, you know, cancer and most diseases is to do with what we're eating. Uh, and sometimes people say to me, you know, were you fasting when you treated yourself? Well, yes, effectively, I was fast because I stopped eating, you know, uh, meat, chicken. Uh, you know cheese, so I'd just eat a little bit of rice or you know just a tiny p- you know piece of bread uh with, with a bit of fish just to take my hunger away so for two years, all I did was just take this carrot juice, eat these grapes, eat lots of avocado you know I was like a you know I was like a wild man you know before I go to work i'd go into my fridge, get some broccoli out I'll rinse it I'll start eating that. And, <laughs> That's what I did, you know. I just kept on eating fruit and veg, fruit and veg, and the juices and the seeds. So yeah, I was fasting because I wasn't eating three meals a day. And there was a reason for that. And Kate will probably be able to elaborate a bit more. Um, The reason I didn't want to put lots of food into my body is because I didn't want to make make my body busy with breaking down things like meat. I wanted to ensure that I was taking the right nutrients and allowed my body the time to then target the bad
0: cells
1: heal itself yeah there's there's a study and i've mentioned this by thomas tallberg and he showed that when and this is in dr gerson's book so when they say that dr gerson was a quack, no it was all studies evidence-based when uh, when you eat animal protein your t lymphocytes that are required to kill mold and cancers they go down when you restrict animal protein they go up And in order to break down meat, you need all your uh, trypsin and chymotrypsin, all your enzymes from your pancreas. Well, they're the very enzymes that you need as well to break down that outer coating of those cancer cells. And remember, your cancer cells are your cells. They're negatively charged. Your immune cells are negatively charged to repel. And this is one of the ways as well that B17 works. So you're relying. You don't want to use up all your enzymes. On, on breaking down and digesting your animal protein when you need them for breaking down tumour. And remember that diabetics who have a, a defunct pancreas, their pancreas isn't working to its full potential, or it's working very little. What you have to remember is those patients have a much higher incidence of cancer. And that's one of the reasons why.
2: Uh, Kay, you mentioned that cancer cells are, have an outer shell. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what I did was I weakened the outer shell first, yeah, by using the bromelain and the yeah. vitamins in papaya, and then yeah. I directly killed it once it was weak uh, with the B17. Uh, so this is the science of God. If we understand food, I think that, you know, we can potentially treat lots of types of diseases naturally. Um Also, alkalining the body. Uh, Kate, you might want to say a little bit about this, but that's what I do. Now, if you go on the internet, for example, you'll get all sorts of information. You'll say, you know, well, you can't alkaline your body. Some people say, well, you can't do this and you can't do that. I you what I do, uh, and I still do it to this day, when I was treating myself, I'd wake up in the morning and I'd take a warm water with apple cider vinegar or a bit of lemon juice, and that was alkaline what i understood was that was alkaline
1: in my body to dr otterberg otterberg well yeah he was uh yeah otto otto walberg
2: that's right so he said that cancer cannot grow in a uh, in an alkaline environment only in an acidic environment so again you know what i'm trying to share with the viewers is you can see what i was doing i was doing a combination treatment I was ensuring that I made my body into a state where it was difficult for cancer to thrive. And those that did thrive, i.e. the strong cancer cells, I ensured that I weakened them so that I could then go in directly, kill them, uh, because I've got this strong immune system and I've got my amygdalin. Uh So you could see the way I was doing it, and I systematically killed cancer, You know, eradicated it, systematically killed it, and I'm this smart bomb.
0: Yeah. Uh, without <laughs> yeah so I'll so Yeah. So see see i'm thinking when you're talking about it uh the way you say well i weakened this area and then i went in and killed it and i'm thinking you know i'm, I'm thinking of this kind of thing coming on uh that th- you're playing like superman you know with with your cancer you're flying in there and God is Superman, Jimmy. God is Superman. <laughs> yes, God is Superman. You're exactly right. But and he, you know, this is the interesting thing. I don't think people are getting it. You're picking up on these truths that come from the Creator. You mentioned, you know, we read Genesis chapter one. Uh, we could go to Daniel. We can see when he's taken into Babylon, and he he says, "Look, I don't want the king's meat. I don't want the king's wine. Can you give us water? And can you give us lentils? And then t- test us after ten days." That as a young believer. One of the things I always came away with from that passage, and I brought this up to Dr. Patrick Vickers, who runs that Gersten therapy down there in Mexico. I, I read that passage to him, he goes, that's exactly where Dr. Gersten got this. And and I was like, as a young believer, I was going, how does Daniel know in 10 day 10 days is nothing. How are you going to know the difference between me and how I look and appear and everything And how the guys who were in the king's meat and his wine going to appear. But apparently in 10 days, there can be a drastic change in the body. Uh, Is that something you saw as well?
1: Yeah, I saw that too.
0: Altaf? what what's the question would, that, you, uh, would you see something uh, yeah would you see a change would you see a change in your say physical appearance just in a few days of when you started going down this path would you would you say that maybe your skin uh, daniel uses the, the the passage he says their flesh was fatter I, I think it has that they glow that they're more healthy looking they're not uh, uh, uh what's the word i want to use um uh, Emaciated, they're not, uh, or they're not bloated, they're not fat, or any of this other, but they, they have a difference of appearance that would have been within 10 days of the guys who were eating the king's meat and, his, and drinking his wine versus the guys who were obeying God and, and uh, at that time uh, drinking water and eating the lentils. Would, would you say that you saw in a short time a difference in your physical appearance as well? Absolutely, absolutely. So from October 2011
2: to say March April 2012, you yeah, know, I had this really, uh, I had this glow on my skin, and my friends would see me and they'd be like, you know, man, you look good, and uh, and, and and because I was taking a lot of carrot juice, and yeah. carrot juice obviously, yeah, you can change, yeah, you can change carrot juice
1: <laughs> <contains laughs> yeah,
2: I had this kind of like an orange glow, and, it, it, and as you can see i'm uh, you know i'm i've got this natural tan uh, so this, <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, this uh the character from the carrots me this really nice glow and wherever i was going people say you know you, you know what what what, you, what 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 are you doing what, have you been on holiday uh and uh yeah so going back to daniel i think there's some truth there uh i was looking better i had lost you know i was never overweight. I had lost obviously a bit more weight because I was eating lots of you know meat and chicken etc. So yeah, to answer your question, I was looking a lot better, a lot healthier. My skin was glowing because of the carrot juice. But anyway, sorry. Okay. Okay. Like that. Orange. sorry. Black seed oil, uh, like I said, it was mentioned in the Bible. The Pharaoh took it to his tomb. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said it was a cure to all disease by death. You know, it can be utilised for lots of things. Now, one of the ways I use the black seed oil oil was not only in carrot juice, I would apply it onto my tumours as well. Now, if you read about black seed oil, you'll, you'll realise that you can, you, can't, you know, there's different ways of utilising it. So, example, if I've got a cold or a, or a blocked nose, I get black seed oil and I sniff a little bit of it because it, op- it opens up your nasal passage. It is very effective natural medicine and I use it for lots of things. So I, I think it's important that viewers, you know, do more, conduct more research. And, and I'm very glad that you invited me to this show today because I've learned a lot. Uh, and, um, you know, and we're all learning every day. And the more we read and the more we research right. and, and share our knowledge, uh, you know, the world will become a, a healthier place.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree, I agree And you know the silver lining, Kate and I have talked about this a lot The silver lining in all this Convid 1984 stuff is what I call it The silver lining in there is more people have had their eyes open How they've been see- deceived by the medical sorcerers that we have now And they've started to look and say Well wait a minute, now that I think about it All my friends have had cancer that that followed that path The majority of them are dead or they're sick, more sickly Or whatever the case may be and they're starting to look to back to the creation, and you know one of the things often of that I do, <clears throat> I point them back to the Creator, and I believe the Creator is the Lord Jesus Christ. Genesis one one says God spoke everything into existence. John one one is almost a, a a parallel of that, where it says the word was uh, the word was in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word became flesh. God took on flesh. Uh, it doesn't mean He threw off His His Godliness. Uh, it means he just took. He made a. Uh, the Father made a body for the Son. He came. He gave Himself that He might save His people from their sins or their lawlessness and the wrath that was upon them. Um, and He instructed them. He didn't do away with the law. That's why we go back into the Old Testament. We're still seeing all of that law is talking about Him, and He He comes to fulfill the law. Uh, you know, He we wear His righteousness. And that doesn't mean that we can go on in lawlessness. It means that we repent. We turn from that. And as a result, we begin to receive those blessings from God. Both, I think physically, I think spiritually, in all of these ways, it doesn't mean that we don't face persecution. Doesn't mean we don't face the same world that everybody else does. But it means that, that God has reconciled him, uh, reconciled us to himself through the Lord Jesus Christ. And part of, and you know, part of these things that we're learning is what the creator has put here for us in order that we might experience life and and that being an abundant life. And we've got people uh who Klaus Schwab, uh this Noah Harari guy, all of the Fauci, all of these people trying to impose upon us uh the devil's recipe to kill us. Now, whether they they know it or not, I think they I think at this point they've severed their conscience, many of those guys and they're just going after people they know their time's short fauci is you know got one foot in the grave one foot on on the on the earth and uh you know these guys should know better but they don't and i'm seeing it across the board it doesn't matter if you're uh you know whatever your your ethnicity is or whatever your theological background whatever i'm starting to see people's eyes being open to the creator has put things on the planet we should give him glory for that and thanksgiving for that that he has provided for us those things that give us life and that allow us to live and hopefully live for his glory, not for our own. And so we appreciate you coming on, telling your story. And what I want to do is I want to give you guys the final word and then we'll close out the show here. A final word of exhortation regarding this. I know we have some people in here who don't have cancer, and they're and like I said before, they're asking, well, what do I do to prevent it? I think this is this is part of the key is Going back to what the creator gave us to eat for food instead of what, you know, big ag or, you know, whoever is telling us what we should eat and boxing it and packaging it so much. uh, I I think that's part of the thing. But I'm going to give you guys the final word. Kate, if you want to go first, we'll give ladies first.
1: Yep. Uh, It's really simple. Um, You know, we we have to, what do you want to do to avoid it? Um, I think we have to give credit for those people that have done it. They've talked the talk because they've walked the walk. And this is where we have to really support one another here. So buy Altuft's book. I'm going to give it a big plug. You really should do it. It's not expensive. You've all got phones. You you all go out. Just buy the book. Buy a few copies. Pass them to your friends for a gift, for Christmas, for a birthday gift. I love getting books. And, um, you know, that is a book that is real life and it's got hope in it and it's proved something. And in the UK, one in two people get cancer. In in 1940, it was I think it was one in ten, and look where we are now. It's one in two, and it's about to be a hundred percent. So, what better gift to give than somebody that's actually done it and they're alive and well in front of you now? um Also, uh you know, everyone, you, even if you know times are getting really difficult. I mean, I saw people out collecting for cancer charities the other day, and I stopped and chatted to them, but. You know, really? People can't pay their bills. Never mind buy food. You want to give money to these gangsters? Um, You know, own your own doo-doo, folks. Own your own doo-doo. So you can all make change. Look in your refrigerator. And when you go in the supermarket, first two aisles is where all your fruit and veggies, all the stuff that's on those shelves in packets that you cannot pull off a tree (laughs) doesn't look like food. Tell me where a box of Kellogg's cornflakes grows. There's no Kellogg tree out there um so or we should be excited um but look you know we can all do it and as parents we have a duty to educate our children as well and we have a duty to take care of our elderly and look after them and give them a good diet and um smile be grateful for at least three to four things every day today i have walked over the forest i've heard cuckoos um Actually, I did see some polystyrene cups on the floor. Who would drink out of those and throw them on the ground? But we were on the forest today. There were birds. It was wonderful. We saw mushrooms. I was with my trusty dog walking mate and partner, Catherine. And I would also like to actually to dedicate this show to Jeff Wyatt, who was a big.
0: Yeah, share sure with people what went on with Jeff. This the, the, You got the news last week after the show. And Jeff's been on the show. He came on with John O'Looney. Yeah, I was
1: on the show. He was part of UKIP. He was the legendary man with the signs. He was the first one to be arrested in at Speaker's Corner. And uh, he was with me both times I was arrested when I was chased down Whitehall in my stilettos. His signs, big white signs that said tyranny. You know, he actually spoke about how he was a law-abiding citizen, a businessman, and he was a racing driver. And here he was suddenly in his 50s with you know, arrested and put in jail and convicted of a crime. And um, but, uh, he was uh, sadly had angina in August. And he was a he, race car driver. He was racing on the Isle of Man, doing what he loves. He got out of the car, didn't feel well, and his life ended there, doing what he did with a heart attack. So there is a memorial that is being organized with the help of his uh, direct relatives, his daughter, Lucy and his lovely partner, Sasha, um, have given permission. And uh, hopefully I'll be I'll be going to his personal funeral. John O'Looney was the one who told me. But there is a big memorial in London where it all started for Jeff at Speaker's Corner uh, on the 22nd of October. But I'll confirm that. And it's for everyone. Every single person. Doesn't matter who you are, what you're with, who you've fallen out with. It's for everyone. So, um, you know, Jeff... It, it, he didn't want to die with these COVID shots, and but it's it's God's will. God knows the hour and the day of our death. Um, but you know that man had the purest heart. He was wonderful, and he was, as we say in the UK, a real bloke, a real man.
0: Yeah, and we'll so. have we'll have the interview up again in the archive so that you guys can see that we just had it. What in June or July? Uh, him yeah, and John and I- joining us here on Saturday. And, um, yeah, I, it, you know, our condolences to, to Jeff's family. Alta, will give you the, the, the final word on everything here. Thank you for being our guest today too.
2: Thank you for inviting me. Um, obviously you spoke a lot about the Bible today and I'm going to finish off with the Bible. Uh, 2011, I was panicking, very scared. You know, I don't want to have chemotherapy. I don't want to have radiotherapy, but you know, what do I do? So I kept on researching and, um, I found an email address for a Christian group in America. So I thought I'd take my chances And I emailed him and I said, look, I'm looking to start eating these apricots. What do you think? And he emailed me back. And he said to me, by the blood of Jesus, you will be better. Amen. 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 That's what he said to me. And uh, I put that in my book. And um, you were talking a lot, a lot about religion as well today. And, um, and you may know a bit more about this than me. Um, I came across a prophecy, and he says there'll, there'll come a time when the truth will become the lie, and the lie will become the truth. So perhaps we're living in an age where, you know, things are being manipulated, being distorted uh, for profit
0: yeah well that's exactly right and and Jesus has always said that uh you know when you when you read the things that Christ himself says and look i I understand the term religion means we are to bind with an oath uh and and really, when you look at it, we do that not only individually we do it corporately there is no long ranger christian that that is a that is not the norm the norm is the people of God assembling together and we're we're driving we're we're striving with one another to to sharpen one another to push us on toward the truth because look let's be honest there's not my truth and your truth and Kate's truth and everybody else's truth there is one truth that's it we we may be coming at it from different angles but there's only one truth and there's one faith, the Bible says. There's one baptism. I mean, all of that's in uh, there in the book of Ephesians where it talks about that. And we're to strive for that. Jude tells us that we're to strive, uh, we're to contend for the faith, the once for all delivered to the saint's faith. It's not two or three different faiths. It's not five different faiths. There's one real faith. And, um, you know, God has a way of teaching us. It is not my job to convert men. It is my job to disciple men, to teach them. And if they hear and they want more, that's great. That's, to me, that's a work of God in their heart. It's not I, I can't do anything because I'm just hoping God will do for them what he did for me. That's why I share the gospel. That's why I share the word of God is because I believe God's powerful enough to do what I can't do. I can shout people down. I can stick my finger in their face and I can beat them up, you know, verbally or whatever the case may be. That's not gonna convert anybody. That doesn't that doesn't change the heart of man. Man is desperately wicked because his heart is wicked and he needs that heart of stone taken out, a heart of flesh put in, and he needs the reconciliation with his creator that only Christ can give. I mean he's the only one I know that gives grace to the humble, and he opposes the proud. And so, you know, again, I I thank you for coming on giving your testimony because of of what you've learned in uh, the issue of food. I mean, Paul says whether we eat or drink the most mundane things in life, we're to do it for the glory of God. And most people pass over that and think nothing of it. And yet, what we eat, what we drink, determines, you know, how we're living ...in this body. I mean, it just does. It's a simple thing like that. We should do it for the glory of God. If you guys will hang on, uh, I'll uh, say goodbye to you off-air. Guys, catch Bradley at 3, sonsoflibertymedia.com, and boy, I wanted to bring up this one thing here, uh, and then, again, get with the people of God, okay? I, I urge this every weekend. I don't care if you got a church to go to or whatever. Get with people of God that actually believe the Word of God is powerful. Read it out loud. You don't have to necessarily have a pastor do it. I would encourage you, if you've got a church, to go be with the people of God. But I want to leave you with the blessing um, that our friend David... Pruitt has given out, and I think it's great. May the favor of our Father rest on you this day. May the Father release blessings upon you in your life. May the name of the Father bless the labors of your hand. May the Father bless your household, and may the Father quicken your heart to remember life and death are in the power of the tongue. And may the peace of the Father dwell in your life and bless you in your spirit, your soul, and every fiber of your being. May your experience may you experience friendship with the living Yahweh. May you experience peace that surpasses any anything that you've ever comprehended. May you have your own encounter with the love of Yahweh, and there is no other name in which is given unto man in which we must be saved, healed, delivered. And that name is in the Hebrew, Yeshua Yeshua Hamashiach, Jesus the Messiah, our righteousness. Amen. Have a great weekend, a great Lord's Day, and we'll talk to you in the morning on 6 a.m. on Monday. See you then.